I am sitting virtually across the screen from Jenny LeFleury, who is the Chief Accessibility Officer for Microsoft. What exactly does your job entail with Microsoft and how did you come to be with the company? Wow. So let me answer the, the second bit first. So I joined 2005 in London. I am a, I'm British, if you can't pick that up from the accent. I joined to work on Hotmail and uh, I was really excited. I thought it was going to be the best place for me as a person who is deaf. I, you know, I had this image of Microsoft being this fantastic place for people because all they would want to do is really email me or messaging, you know, message me, not want to talk to me. I very, very seriously got that wrong. And, and the long story short is I ended up joining the deaf community, end up forming and chairing the disability employee group for 10 years before I moved full time into accessibility and eventually into this role. So, you know, a long, long sort of 15 year journey. What I do now as the CAO is really a lot of partnership collaboration across the company. I'm directly accountable for, you know, how are we doing with accessibility as a company, thinking about accessibility as a culture and as a business. So I look at anything from how are we doing with our talent management? And when I say talent management, talent of individuals with disabilities right the way through to the nerdery and um, what amazing things can I do with AI and AR and how can I help with technology for mental health across the spectrum of disability. So really anything and everything in between. And again, partnering across a a company of over 150,000 people. Windows has undergone a type of a, it's a it's constantly evolving platform. And how has your disability department dealt with some of the innovations with it to make it more accessible and is currently doing to make it more accessible? Windows is clearly a key part of the platform that we have. So many important elements embedded in that, including narrator, magnifier, and also, you know, it's an ecosystem that allows third parties like JAWS and MVDA and others to hook into. And again, not just for blind, low vision, but also across the spectrum of disability with eye control, features for deaf, hard of hearing as well. So it's, it, it really is one of those areas where you can hook in and see what's going on. A lot of the improvements that we've been making have been to make it easier, simpler, uh, quicker to be able to navigate and personalize to what you need, whether it's pointer sizing and your indicator, the text cursor indicators, and reducing strain and fatigue. So I, I kind of I love that with Magnifier, we've made it just really easy to have text read aloud. And so you can just pop that straight on and just reduce the strain of, of reading through. It's got play, pause, next sentence, previous sentence, read from here controls right there. So you can just get that one moving as well as the obvious sort of large text and dark mode settings. And then a ton of continual investment, and folks have seen this year over year, in Narrator. And Narrator has come a long way in the four or five years I've been in this role. And the Windows team is deeply passionate about making this just uh, core and easy to use. And I think the the improvements that were announced uh, last month were about making reading more natural, introducing support for Firefox, redesigning narrator sounds, uh, improved support for capital words and letters, uh, automatically reading web pages and, and page summaries on demand. You know, so it, it, this sort of continual investment is taking feedback 
from you all and getting that, and that's as American as I get, by the way, but feedback from you and really getting that into the bugs and features that the Windows and Narrator team and Magnify teams are really working on to drive forward. So I do really, really, really encourage if there's things that you want, get us that feedback. It's utterly vital to this team. So you had mentioned about AI, and that brings me to the topic of Cortana. I don't know much about it. So what I'd like to do is, is ask you about how Cortana in and of itself integrates into the accessibility plan that Microsoft has. Cortana is a, a beautiful speech recognition built into Windows. So in the same way as you would with other devices, it's a Hey Cortana and Cortana will help guide you. They've all got different names. The Microsoft version is Cortana. It does use a lot of the natural speech and the, the language recognition and engines. Uh, again, another area where there's continual improvement it's, uh, it's, I think speech recognition is such an interesting area. We have multiple areas of speech recognition within Microsoft and Windows. It's a big area. We're seeing, I think, the biggest impact and leaps forward with natural speech and language recognition when it comes to captioning, which is clearly a feature that's just imperative for the deaf, but also deaf blind and making sure that's readable with braille devices. And so, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's part of that holistic ecosystem of language recognition. And they've got that integrated into the productivity packages as well, correct? Yes. One of the things that, that uh, has kind of gone on through the community as of, as of lately that, that I'm kind of encountering myself personally sometimes is navigating ribbons. So is, my, is the accessibility department specifically looking at how to make that a more natural flow? Well, there's been a, well, let, let me wheel back a little bit. There's been a long, long history with ribbons. I'll have to double check exactly which version, but I think it was about five years ago, six years ago, that actually uh, the ribbon um, was dramatically adjusted. Um, and I realize and appreciate that a lot of people are still sort of managing. That was a, a learned methodology that was really there, but it was changed for a lot of good reasons at the time. And I think the continual investment improvement is trying to make accessibility just so easy to find within the ribbon. Now, if there's specifics, uh, you know, looping back forward, bring it on. I think you know, one of the things where um there's two things that I think are really important to us is making sure clearly all the shortcuts and navigation is pretty simple. I think the other is making sure that we pull features up from Gringotts, vaults, uh, and putting them where people can really find them. An accessibility checker was one of those, right? That was in a vault and people couldn't find it. We, uh, the office team really grabbed that and chucked it next to spell check and has really worked aggressively on the quality of Accessibility Checker. And why that matters to me is that I, I get this question all the time, how can others make sure that what they're sending are, is accessible? And it's built right there, slap bang into all of Office, right next to Spell Check. You just click a button and it will guide you on how to make that document accessible or leverage AI to make it accessible. And I think that that really matters. You know, it means that anyone can send a peer or friend, whether they know they have a disability or not, whether they know if they're blind or low vision or not, but they're just sending inclusive stuff. And so, again, both components are really important, but we're very 
passionate about making sure we grab that stuff and get it out of the vaults. If you would be so kind as to give us ways to get a hold of Microsoft Disability Team, either through email or through phone support. Disability Answer Desk, guys. Uh, check it out. It's open 24-7. It's, you know, depending on the country that you're in, there's slightly different numbers. So just uh, put it into your preferred uh, search engine like Bing and it will bring up the, the right details. It's chat, phone. For our deaf customers, there's also an ASL direct video option. But it really is the best way to, uh, to get hold of us. And that's where if you need assistance, guidance, if you've got ideas, things that you want to see improved, any and all of that is, is what we need. I'd also encourage folks to check out the website, microsoft.com slash accessibility. That's where we put all of our governs and keep that pretty up to date with all the, the stuff that's coming out. Is there anything you would like to leave us with today? If I've learned anything over the years in this role, it's that there's always far more ahead of us than there is behind us. And, and I think in this community, we all know that. But it's, it's a very real thing. COVID has taught us, I can't tell you how much in the last few months, and will teach us a lot more, I think, before we're done. And... If we've made any improvements over the years, it's because of the feedback that you guys have given us. So I would just say, you know, if there's something that you're seeing, please get it to us. If you want information, please let me know. I'm also on social media. Bring it on. We really do want to hear. I want to hear. And I think we can accelerate this journey by doing that. We've seen that. And we really appreciate ACB's partnership in that journey. In fact, I don't think we would be where we are if it wasn't for ACB. And so just deep appreciation for folks and all of the goodness that you help us with. And hopefully we can return that favor as we move forward. Again, thank you so much for taking the time out to speak with me today and to speak to ACB. And thank you so much.